This is the tale of two witches with Jillian Number. We're just two sassy gray witches drinking our wine and spilling our tea, sharing our many misadventures and our deep love of the craft. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our episode two. We were going to do a different topic and we had planned on a whole other spin on what we were going to say. However, we decided that there were some things that we that were on our minds and that we wanted to address a couple of issues that we feel are going around in the witches community right now that need to be discussed and spoken on and we hope that you guys enjoy and understand where we're coming from these are just our views and how we are feeling about the current and the undercurrent of what's happening today so ember what are your thoughts on the judgmental undercurrent that is going on in the witches community today well, Jillian, quite frankly, I feel like it is the pot calling the kettle black. And um, I think it is something that is very real and prevalent in our community. I don't think that it's so much um, that people don't notice it as much as maybe they don't want to speak up about it, quite frankly. Um, because a lot of people in our community already feel like outcasts in some way um you know from wherever they've come from and maybe they're afraid to be outcasted even more um right because if their views are different from what exactly community is saying then they're going to feel like you know someone's going to come for them or that they're going to be told that it's you know not okay to be feeling like that because as witches we're you know, in a group community, so we should all have the same core thoughts on a vast amount of subjects. But that's really just not the, that's just not the case for us. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're the odd ducks here. (laughs) Or maybe we're not because... Maybe we're not. Right, because no one's speaking up about it. So I think that this is really, really important. And hopefully a lot of other witches that are afraid to talk about this and are afraid and that they think that they're alone in this mm-hmm. don't have a voice. So I think it's really important that we address this. I, I agree because, and this is something that that can be, that can range anything from just a disagreement about practice to, mm-hmm. you know, more, something even more personal, you know, sexuality or political preference or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dietary habits. I mean, it's, it's I think I think in our community there's this division okay between our community and just for the sake of keeping it simple the outside world society so to speak right and but it's and it's like society is the one that is trying to divvy us all up right and and we have to fight against this injustice of um the stereotypes the stereotypes of what they assume witches are like right but 
like I said earlier, it's like the pot calling the kettle black because those same things that all these people say that they're fighting against are sometimes the same perpetrators in our own community. Right. And it, it furthers divide even amongst all of us. And um, it's just, it's really heartbreaking, quite frankly, because I think as witches, we are more open in essence, or I feel like we should, we should be. be. Right. right. More wide-eyed, right? And it's not that you can't disagree with others, by all means, to each their own. Jillian and I are, are very huge proponents of the whole to each their own rule. But I feel like that's kind of our duty to not only be in such a way, but to help others kind of awaken a bit more and and be open and again that's not accepting things or or conforming but having respect for others acknowledging others in whatever regard they may be and also having respect for yourself and and kind of bridging that gap if that makes sense I think that we as witches should be able to see both sides of the coin we should be accepting of someone else's views and um, our own views and without judgment because that is the whole point I think of witchcraft and Mm -hmm. as witches that we are able to see both sides and not make a judgment call on anyone for any sort of thought or belief or aesthetic or a view or their path like you said earlier Mm -hmm. because there's many many different paths of witchcraft and it doesn't make one better than the other it doesn't make one political view better than the other Mm -hmm. it doesn't make us man haters we I think as witches are pro female we're pro male Mm-hmm. We're across pro the board. Human. We are pro, right. We're pro-human. Of course, we are not going to stand for hate speech and intolerance. However, there is hate speech and there is intolerance in our community, mm-hmm. and that is something that you and I absolutely do not stand for. And when you have witches telling other witches what they should be believing and how they should be going about their their views on specific things that's an issue for us that's an issue for me because Mm -hmm. part of being that's why I'm solitary oh me too right like I can't join a coven because I can't conform to the um the views as a whole and whatever their view is, that sort of is the coven view. Right. I'm solitary because I have my own point of view and I can't conform to what everyone else says because I have a very specific goal in my head about how I want to be seen and how I want to live my life. And well, and your, your particular journey and what rings true to you. Right. And, and so, I would just like to point out real quick, though, Jillian and I, even 
even though we're solitary and we have the similar views on this whole coven thing, which by the way, if you're in a coven, that's totally fine too. We do a lot together. Um, but we also acknowledge the differences in each other because there are, even though our views are similar and our practice is similar in some ways, we do vary on various things. So, and that's I okay. Think that makes us stronger. But that's okay. But that's okay because it opens my eyes to things that I haven't thought about, and I'm sure the, right? the same for you. Oh, totally. So I've, I've learned so much from you. Right. And I have from you. So I think that if we could all just, I think it's ego driven, honestly, if we can just drop the ego and just accept what we're all saying and be fine with it, then we'll have a better outcome as a community, as a whole, Mm -hmm. instead of picking off different witches and different witches' beliefs as, okay, they're not, they're not really witches. They don't believe what we're saying. So there needs to be no agenda. And I feel like there's an agenda behind all of that. Oh, it, exactly. And, and it goes into other things too. I mean, you have, I mean, you've seen them post on Instagram or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. well, we kind of touched on this a little bit actually in our, in our first episode, I think about the the feeling guilty that you don't measure up because someone else has it super decked out or, or they've got seemed to look like they have all their shit together. Um, you know, it's important to really recognize that not everything you see on social media is the real deal. (laughs) Exactly. It gets a lot of views and it gets a lot of play and it gets a lot of, um, I think wrong information out there about what we do. And that is why this podcast is so important because it is not what you see on social media. It's not. And I think the louder, what do you say, Alicia? The louder that you balk at something, the more. Oh yeah. The loud, um, the louder, the bark, the more you have to hide. Yeah. So. Which, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but that seems to be the case for a lot of um, people and things that I tend to run into, um, mm-hmm. people, is people, especially that, you know, say they're really, really against something. Well, it turns out, you know, <laughs> they, they probably take part in it or, you know, but they don't, they, like you said, with the ego, they don't want to be, uh, looked down upon or, you know, called out in some regard because they're scared. Right. You know, and I think I also, it's fear. Right, go ahead. No, for sure. And I also think that it's important um, for us to kind of talk about the anti-man, pro-man issue. Yeah. Just because we're witches. It's a big one. Doesn't mean that we are anti-man. I think that between the two of us, we're ridiculously (laughs) pro-man. Probably so. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't, they get sort of, they get the shaft, like they get the bad end of the stick on this. And yeah, but I think we, we really need to, if I may, just for sending here, when, when we say this, okay, guys, it is not, we're not sitting here saying that um, misogyny is, is a good thing. We're not saying that at all. Right. And we're not, <laughs> but, not, not at all. All, but just because you're a man doesn't mean that you're playing into misogyny either. 
exactly. It's sort of like you guys are being lumped together under this veil of, oh, you're, you know, you're walking around with a penis, so you must be a, you know, misogynistic asshole. That's not the case, right? Like, we're witches, so you guys must be, you know, uber feminist. That's not the case. And we're female, right? So Mm -hmm. we're entitled. Okay, so, and I would just, to tack on to what you were just saying, full dis, like, I don't know if I should say full disclosure, but eyes wide open, because I feel like this is really important to acknowledge, is that there's this belief that men are the only ones who perpetuate poor behavior, and... Mm -hmm. You know, whether against humanity or females, which seems to be a big thing now, that's not true. (laughs) Like, I think it's really important to shed the light on the other side of things. You know, being the women that we are, the witches that we are, we see shit every day. And women can be perpetrators. I can't talk tonight. (laughs) Perpetrators of just as much poor behavior if not then some depending on whatever the situation is and I just think it's really important to acknowledge that men are not always the bad guy you know right there are women and this so to me personally this whole like argument man versus woman feminist versus misogynist whatever you want to call it I just think it's complete and utter bullshit because it's not a gender problem. It's a human problem. It's a human right. issue. Right. And, I mean, that's just frankly how I feel about it. Right. Because it's sort of like already portrayed a role that it's kind of starting to get ingrained in a lot of women's minds that, you know, you see a guy walking down the street or you meet a guy at the bar you meet a guy at a restaurant wherever in the line at starbucks and Mm -hmm. you just assume that he's a misogynistic pig same thing goes for men on the tail end that Mm -hmm. you know you see a woman um in the same places and they're gonna assume that they're you know crazy feminist hating man um female (laughs) so right so we sort of are starting this like undertone of already assuming what each one of us are like when that's really not really true because I mean really how many men in real life do you meet that are misogynistic jackasses not very many but it's portrayed in the media it's portrayed in social media that they are so right sort of are starting to get um, this kind of vibe that men are no good and that they're, you know, players and that they're right and that they just want you to be barefoot and pregnant at home and they want you to have no uh, say in anything and whatever. And the same thing for men with women, you know, that we just, you know, are looking for money and that we're gold diggers and that we're looking for a sugar daddy and stuff like that. When really it comes down to the person. And if you could just have a conversation with, the guy exactly. that's talking to you at Starbucks who's just paid you a, you know, a compliment like, oh, you look really pretty today. Or, you know, I think men are sort of afraid nowadays to even approach a woman 
Well, that's what I was just ready to say because you nailed it on the head with communication. There is no communication. And the longer this goes on, it furthers the divide. Generations coming up, they don't learn communication skills. So everybody's afraid to even take the first right. step. I mean, and quite frankly, Listen, I think a lot I'm of people tell are you too truth. sensitive. Not to interrupt you, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I am sure. 45 years old. And back in my day, <laughs> a man would approach you and they would say, wow, you look really beautiful today. Or they would catcall yeah. you walking down the street. <clears throat> and that was a form of them saying to you that they thought you were attractive. That is what's missing today because they've been so shamed into not doing those things mm-hmm. that myself personally, I feel like, okay, hi, I got no cat calls and I got no, oh, you look really pretty today. Am I doing something? Do I not look pretty? Like I sort of take it personally because I think, where did all those compliments go? Oh, that's right. Because socially it's unacceptable to be doing those things. Listen, I don't know who told all these men not to be doing those things, but I'm just telling you, all you men start doing that. Because I miss (laughs) <laughs> me too um but and and i would just like to say that's not there's a difference between paying a compliment and being vulgar on and that goes both ways like it, it really right. does because the same things can happen to men women can be very overt and very vulgar too i mean i'm i'm a woman i'm telling you this because i've seen it i've been i you know i've been around it i know that it's capable um but I mean, exactly what you said. I mean, men, there's people are afraid to approach each other anymore and really have that conversation. Men, I can't tell you. I mean, you and I both have run into this, especially being on IG. Some of our greatest guy friends, or you know, let's say I, I'd probably go with a good eighty percent of mm-hmm. the guys that I personally have encountered on IG have come from, you know them paying it just simply saying hi beautiful how are you or I think you look really nice or whatever and maybe at first it kind of went down the wrong road but as as an individual you have a choice as to whether or not you want to engage in it you don't even have to answer back or if you do you don't have to sink to the same level as whoever you're speaking with and nine times out of ten when I respond to them just treating them as another decent human being not only are they quick to apologize if they feel they've overstepped, which a lot of them haven't even, but they're so like, right. They're so, they put their hand in the fire and they got burned. Yeah, mm-hmm. That, you know, they end up apologizing where they shouldn't, or if they should, they do apologize. And, and some, a lot of us are great friends to this day. And, and they're some of the greatest people I've, I've ever met. And I think but how of many of them have said to you, I didn't even think you were going to respond. Exactly. Because and and that's, because they thought that we couldn't have a conversation that right. all those we going to yell at them. Right. I mean, or it's kind them. of, exactly. It's sort of ridiculous, like, that men are put in a position to not pay a compliment to a woman without feeling like, I just put my hand in the fire, I'm about to get burned. Exactly. I have and two it, boys. Listen, I have... A 16 year old and an 18 year old and it scares me for them that they 
are growing up in a generation that they don't know what it's like to pay an honest compliment to another woman without it looking like they're a rapist or they're right you know doing something that they shouldn't be when they're just acknowledging the fact that you took extra time you look right. really beautiful today good job like that's all it is like they don't want to sleep with you they don't want to take you to the back of their truck and bang you like they're just saying <laughs> you look well, beautiful today. Do, and they're recognizing but, that, no. but they're recognizing the fact that you know and that's really sort of like what women want right like we want to be acknowledged that we look pretty that we look beautiful but so do no men matter, and so do men yes but you can't deny the fact that <clears throat> as a woman yes we do get dressed on the daily for other women because we judge each other but we also want to be acknowledged for the fact that we took a couple <clears throat> extra minutes and we, you know, put together an outfit or we did our hair or we did our makeup, whatever. Like we are women, like we're feminine, like hunters, gatherers. That's the bottom line. Right. That's who we are. And it's just, sort of just a sad thing that that's kind of being, you know, it's being let out the door and it's looked down on now and that's a shame to me i i completely agree with you it's it's utterly heartbreaking and unfortunately the these are the sh extremes we live in today and i just i just like i was saying a minute ago i think people have become too they're sensitive sensitive yes and that's and it. i think i think like the other day i got on ig and there was this post made by some woman that I follow who you know puts herself out there and that's fine I mean I've done that too and the thing was a screenshot of the conversation it wasn't even the full conversation it was simply just the very first message which was hi beautiful that's it right. hi beautiful and then she goes on this tirade about how how dare he slide in my DM and can you believe this and I'm like I don't Stop see anything it. wrong here. Like, really? Right. And quite frankly, what you what you post out there, I mean, we're all adults. All right? We should be. <laughs> um, you know, you have to be aware of human nature. Um, but again, it goes back to choices. Like, you don't have to engage. You don't have to respond. You know? But it, And if you do choose to respond, you also choose how you want to respond. So... Sometimes I think we need to dial it back and just really ask ourselves, okay, am I being too sensitive about this? All right. And then also, what is the what is the appropriate response to this? Well, okay. So, okay. I'm at the grocery store, right? And I'm like, yeah. I checked out. I'm going back to my car, loading up my groceries. And there's a guy that is parked next to me. And he's like, you're looking so beautiful today, blah, blah, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I stopped and I looked at him and I said, thank you. That is so nice of you to say that to me. Yeah. And he was like, that is so nice that you're responding back to me because, Bless him. you know, listen, like if he, if, if they are going to take the time to acknowledge whatever it is, 
in just a complimentary way, then you should be adult enough and kind enough to acknowledge their compliment. Doesn't mean that it has to get out of hand. You control the situation. Nine times out of ten, they're not, you know, looking for something super crazy. No. But, I mean, come on. Just acknowledge their compliment. Be nice to them. Be respectful. The same thing on IG. The same thing in person. The same Mm -hmm. thing everywhere. Like, just treat each other nicely. Right. And kindly with respect. Exactly. Totally. You don't have to be offended over everything. Because that's (laughs) the issue. That's the culture today. Everyone's offended about everything. Everyone's offended about everything. I know. So, stop. Just stop being offended. <laughs> There's no need. Like I'm offended. You're telling me not to be offended. <laughs> bring it. Reel it in. Reel it in. <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that. I just think it's, I just think it's sad, really. And I mean, you might be missing out on a. Um, relationship with someone who it doesn't have to be romantic but you are you could be possibly missing out on a relationship with someone who you have a common mm-hmm. interest in or you have a common um you know characteristic with mm-hmm. when you just automatically put that wall up and that you know shield up that they're not going to penetrate you because they are being disrespectful mm-hmm. and they're just opening sort of like they're breaking the ice so that they can get to know you a little bit better and I think that um, if you could just give them like five minutes and see what they have to say then you might find some sort of common ground and that's kind of where we all kind of lay in the fact that we're not uh, bonding as humans mm-hmm. and getting to know each other in a personal, you know, way. It doesn't have to be romantic. Like you said earlier, it can just be friendship. Right. And you can hear their stories and you can share your stories and you can, you know, just bond that way. Well, it doesn't and- have to always end up in a sexual You know, just because a man and a woman become friends doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be in a sexual relationship. It just means that, you know, he has a story, you have a story, and maybe together we can learn from each other's experiences. Mm -hmm. And we miss that by shutting down the initial meeting. Right. And quite frankly, I'm tired of being cocked block by all these <laughs> over types. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It be, being cock Did you say cock block? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. All only... right, explain yourself. What are I'm, you talking about? I'm so old. <laughs> That's the only term I have. I mean, like, the one... Explain yourself. Like, what? <laughs> no, I mean, like, the one, you know, the ones that... <clears throat> make it difficult or further the uh, stigma that Uh all women are bitches and men are afraid to even approach them. Okay. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like I said, I've talked to men and they're shocked I even responded. Right. Or... That you're nice to them. 
chewing them out. Or even if they did start vulgar, you know, I either don't respond, depending on how horrible it is, quite frankly. Um, or if I do, like I said, I, I try to treat them as a human being. And, and more often than not, people just want to be heard. They just want to be heard and understood. And, you know, if they are kind of lashing out in some way, that's because of right their, their past experiences. Yeah, their past experiences, their own insecurities. It, you know, it really has nothing to do with you or what you've got going on. It's just, it, it's a cry for attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't always go about that the right way. Right. Well, I think as women and as witches, it's sort of, you know, it's it's sort of a two-way street. Like we want to get to understand them. We want to get to know them. We want to help them. We want Mm -hmm. to share our wisdom with them. Well, with everyone. Um, mm -hmm. And if we could just break down the barriers and break down the walls of what we are assuming and what we're putting onto other genders and other um, traditionalists versus mm-hmm. non-traditionalists, <coughs> liberals, Republicans, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is, if we could just remove all of those things and we can just hear what, non-judgmentally, by the way, mm-hmm if we could just hear what they're having to say, then I think that we could grow as a community and we can understand each other a lot better because at the end of the day, we're all the same. We all have the same fears. We all have the same anxieties. We all have the same issues. But there's something out there that's making us assume that this party is wrong, that party's wrong, this way of life is wrong, that way, that path is wrong. And that's really not beneficial for all of us, not just as a community of witches, but as a community of humanity. Exactly. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and that's what I was saying. It's it's really not a him versus her or this versus that. It's It's a human it's a human issue and that's something we should at the very least all be able to connect on right so i had posted a photo recently a lot of you may have already seen it um some people i i am fully aware that what i posted some people are probably going to look at it and, and view it a tad bit risque Um, but that's not something I completely posted on my own. Jillian and I actually discussed it. Um, and we both agreed that it was something important that needed to be done and said, which kind of reiterates everything we've been talking about tonight. Um, the point of the photograph in itself is to basically lay bare to say, I don't have anything to hide. And to say that as individuals and as a community, we should have nothing to hide. And to really um, hone in on the fact that we should embrace all and who what we are, all the facets that make us who we are. And to be proud in that and to, you know, 
appreciate that in each other. Um, you know, very much the human factor. And so it doesn't, and, and that in itself, actually, I feel like when we can do that for ourselves, when we can really hold a mirror up to ourselves, good and the bad and the ugly, <laughs> and, you know, really hold ourselves accountable and, you know, embrace every facet. And I, and I think in that post, I did touch a little bit on sexuality because being an adult, knowing what I posted, it's probably going to elicit a very human response. Um, at first, but sex- at but first if you yeah. really, but if you really, really, really dive deep down into and actually look at what we're saying, mm-hmm. not only is it going to stimulate you sexually, but it's going to stimulate your mind and it'll start you thinking about what it is that we're talking about. Right. And, um, so if you haven't read it, I really encourage you to read it. Um, because you know, the sexuality aspect I'm sure we'll get in at a later point because I brought that in. That's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's just one of those aspects. It's, it's who we are. We, we are those types of beings. We are sexual beings and our, you know, that is a very primal instinct. And so tapping into that instinct, um, that facet of who you are, um, it's not just for the humanness of it, but it really is quite a powerful tool in your magical arsenal. It's, um, you know, and, and so we can touch on that later, but, but the point of the post is that being human is something very precious and on the very basic level, that is something we should all be able to connect upon. There is a lot of uniqueness in being human. And that is the sanctity. Again, I go back to this. I truly believe that is the sanctity of witchcraft. The fact that it is such a personal and soulful journey. And everyone, no matter where you come from, whatever walk of life, belief, path, whatever, we each have our own truth. And it is very important that whether you agree with it or not, whether you take part in the same things or the same views or whatever or not, at the very least, acknowledge that uniqueness, that rarity, not only in yourself, but in each other. And just have that common respect, really. Right. It comes down to respect. Yeah. That's, that's really what it boils down to is you might not agree with it. It might not be your philosophy. It might not be your path. It might not even be your religion. It might not be your political views. It might not be your moral views Mm -hmm. but at the very minimum you need to be respectful towards the others that are different from you and that is why we're witches Mm -hmm. that's what makes us fundamentally that's what makes us witches because we can understand we can feel we can hear we can see beyond far more than most Right. And that's what we're expected to do. And that's what gives us, that's what makes us who we are. mm -hmm. It is. And I, and I think, like you said, I think you, you said it perfectly. It's, I feel like it's our duty that if we are given these gifts, if we are given these abilities to be more open-minded, more awakened or enlightened, however you would like to put it, than say the average Joe who hasn't perhaps experienced their journey yet, their awakening yet, um, 
I feel like that is our duty to really hone in on those skills and and who we are and use those to perpetuate positive things not only for ourselves but each other and our community and you have no idea that just by showing someone a bit of respect you know you like I may not agree with you Jillian but you know what I appreciate you sharing with me the things that you do and how how you thought about maybe using this technique is is a bit better than what I've been known to use you know you have no idea what you might learn from another individual you know from a different culture from a different side of anything and as any true witch knows you never stop learning you never and as you learn you grow and you have to understand that i get really passionate about this i kind of want to cry <laughs> i uh you have no idea what kind of impact you can have on another person on another soul you have no idea how just listening listening and and just taking those few moments to you know maybe you don't understand everything but just giving them that respect that could do eat like wonders for someone you might learn something too they might learn something from you but it bridges that gap it opens that communication and that that is what promotes healing and by the gods do we need healing in this world <laughs> you know and that is just something i just i feel super strongly about listening without judgment exactly you can't ever escape the judgmental tone in someone's voice even when you're sharing something so passionate and so deep and so about who you are and if you're really trying to explain that to someone else but you hear a judgmental tone in their reaction then it just shuts you down so for everyone that's listening at the very least what maybe you can take from this podcast is listening without judgment because that's the best gift that you can give to someone else So basically it just boils down to the fact that the hurt comes from fear and it's evident through history with what the Salem witch trials, the Spanish Inquisition, various war, segregation, mm-hmm. women's rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we're cursed with repeating this pattern until we take accountability for our judgment and preconceived notions that are kind of placed in our heads by a group um, that think they speak for the masses when really we, as the masses, should speak for ourselves. Absolutely. I couldn't say it better myself. You know, I, I think we both recognize that probably not everyone is going to be in love with this podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, we are who we are. Um, we, 
don't have any reason nor do we have any time <laughs> to be anything but and um I think we both like to make it know that being the women that we are and the witches that we are, we will not cower before the ignorance and opinions of others. Um, instead, you know, we're going to charge ahead with our mission to really kind of, you know, change the face of things and really encourage um, embracing and loving your own truth. Um, not only is that something Jillian and I are both uh, very dedicated to in our own lives, but we really want to encourage that in others that you, um, in whatever way you go about it, that you just can come to a point where you really embrace who you are and, um, really live your own truth and be happy in that. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. And I hope we both hope that you all enjoyed this and that it was a little bit of food for thought and we hope that you take away a little bit of what we have to say into consideration as you go about your daily lives and we're going to end this with a poem read by ember what's a quote oh it's a quote a quote read by (laughs) ember it's a quote today (laughs) and uh, many blessings and blessed be blessed be Today's quote comes from Yehuda Berg. Hurt people hurt people. That's how pain patterns get passed on, generation after generation after generation. Break the chain today. Meet anger with sympathy, contempt with compassion, cruelty with kindness. Greet grimaces with smiles. Forgive and forget about finding fault. Love is the weapon of the future.